0: well good morning and welcome to the drive hope you guys are doing well um, had midweek service last night uh, we went over we're in the book of numbers but we went over Hebrews 12 1 and 2 looking to Jesus just a simple reminder of how to um, not get distracted by uh, the things around us the thoughts in our heads you know I mean there's so many distractions today so just a reminder to look to jesus right the author and finisher of our faith i love i love that fact that we can look to him and it all makes sense he's our point of reference our he's the object of our faith the one whom we look to and focus on and uh, just love that man um but anyway speaking of that paul actually in philippians chapter 3 uh, essentially, gives his testimony a little bit of it, as far as how he used to be persecuting the church and being just intense to stop this Christianity thing from spreading any further. Right? He was zealous, and back then, when he was before God changed his name to Paul, Saul, he he thought he was doing a good work. He thought he was doing what God wanted him to do. He was persecuting the church. He was dragging men and women out of their homes, and he was stopping this Christianity thing, with, which threatened um, Judaism, which threatened his way of of legalistic living, right? And so, uh, but he thought he was doing it all all right. It was all good. Like he had no, you know, outside people saying you're doing it wrong, as far as the biblical record is concerned. But he thought he was doing a good work. But just because a person is doing a good work doesn't mean it's a God work. Like, it doesn't mean it's from the Lord. And that's the case with Paul. Like, he was in the dark. He was um, doing ungodly things, trying to uh, get rid of Christianity and Christians. And it just, he was zealous, but uh, his zealousness was uh, misdirected. And so he says as much in chapter 3 in this verse that I absolutely love. Let me uh, let me read it really quick. Paul writes in uh, Philippians 3, 7. But what things were gained to me, those I have counted a loss for Christ. See, back when he was a member of the Sanhedrin and... Uh, the zealous leader to exterminate the whole the way, right, which was the, the really the early church he thought it was gain, he was gaining things for God, like he was doing good taking good action doing good works, you know pleasing God but it was actually lost for Christ but the beautiful thing is if we go further than that, you see that the way in which he was became a testimony to minister to those in the future. And God can work it all out for good. I mean, I look at the Apostle Paul's life and I see that over and over again, just studying what he said and what he did and the experiences he had. It's like, God can work it all out. And so sometimes those things we count as gain, it's not even God's will. And so what is it then? Well, it's a loss for Christ because we wasted our time. And I, I don't want to waste time, you know, for... Uh, because there's not much time to begin with. And I love, the word says, redeem the time. Make best use of your time. Focus on spiritual things. You know, the world says, oh, you focus, focus on spiritual things? You're wasting your life. You're wasting your time. You're going to church. You, what's wrong with you? But it's, it's exactly the opposite. As Christ followers, like we are making the best use of our time by living for the Lord. And when we do that, and when we follow his calling, when we follow through on his promises, when we take action and have a willing heart, a surrendered and a willing heart, what we see is that that is a gain for Christ. That is a gain for God's kingdom because we're serving Him and we're doing it all for Him. We're following His will and uh, we're following through, you know? So it's just, I don't know, it's just a simple word, you guys, but one that is so important, you know? So many people think they're doing a, a good work, a good thing, but, um, but they're living for themselves or uh, they're living contrary to what the Bible says or they're doing and taking action contrary to what God's Word and God's will is. And that's not a gain for Christ, right? Uh, a gain for Christ is living for Him, surrendering to Him, serving Him, doing what He wants us to do, looking to Him, depending upon Him. Uh, and, you know, I can go on and on for an hour, but the list goes on. And so, as he's given his testimony, he's reminded, Paul is, as he's writing from prison to the Philippians, that man I did a whole bunch of stuff that I thought was godly but it wasn't a gain for the kingdom but the the great thing is too is that Paul at this point he was doing a lot for the kingdom he was preaching to people in, in the dungeon like he, <laughs> he was going for it for the Lord and it's just a life that is an amazing testimony and light to us today even you know so many uh, years later and so may we also shine our lights so and may we really do kingdom work in order to further god's kingdom and had the motivation be not anything of selfish gain or ambition but of godly gain and godly ambition all for the lord So, he said, For what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Wow. Let me just read that next verse. I have to end it with verse 8. Philippians 3 says, Yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I might gain Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, But that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Wow. Paul just wanted to gain Christ. He just wanted to spread the gospel. He just wanted to do the work that God called him to do. He just wanted to continue on in the Great Commission, and that's what he did. Planted over 20 churches. Wrote at least 13 books in the New Testament. Like, traveled and was was beaten. Was faced with fiery, crazy, intense uh, trials. Yet, he continued on. Because now he was living for Christ. Preaching Christ. And he was all about Jesus. (laughs) So awesome. Well, God bless you guys. I hope you have an amazing day today on this Thursday. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.